Genesis 48. So I kind of implied last chapter that Jacob died. He did actually die. They, um, it, it says when he dies. It says he lived 147 years, and then he bowed his head, but he, was, he wasn't actually dead yet. Um, he's got another few chapters of talking. So uh, 48 is also not quite the end, but very close. So at some point after this, uh, Joseph was told, your father is weaker. And so he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, Ephraim, Ephraim. Uh, and they both went to Israel and they talked with him. And Jacob talked about his blessing that he has on him. Uh, God appeared to me at, at Luz and the land of Canaan and blessed me. He said, I will make you fruitful and multiply. And then, uh, and then Jacob slash Israel took um, Manasseh and Ephraim as his own children, which is odd. Your two sons born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt are now mine. Ephraim and Manasseh belong to me just as Reuben and Simeon do. Children born to you after this will be yours and will be recorded under the names of their, under the names of their brothers with regard to their inheritance. Um, and that's, and, and then he says, um, when I, when I bury her, I didn't think I was going to see you. And then he, and then he takes the, the two boys and he says, bring them to me and I will bless them. And so Joseph, uh, he, he arranges his sons so that they're in the right order so that. Israel's right hand will be on the oldest and his left hand would be on the youngest and he brings them up and uh, and then Israel take, took his right hand and he reached over to his left side onto the head of Ephraim the younger and crossed his hand to put his his left hand on Manasseh and then he blessed them and he said um, the God before whom my father Abraham Isaac walked the God who has been my shepherd all my life, the angel who has redeemed me from all harm. May he bless these boys. May they be called by my name, by the names of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and may they grow to be numerous within the land. And then Joseph saw that his father had crossed his arms, and he said, no, not, not that way. This, he's the oldest, he's the, he's the youngest. Um, it, it's clear that at this point, Jacob couldn't see very well. It says said that earlier. He's a, it means 147 years old. And then he clarified. He said, no, no. Um, he will be great. Never, he, like, he's going to be blessed too. But his younger brother will be greater than him. His offspring will become a populous nation. And so he blessed them that day. What's interesting is that um, he... So Jacob is the one, Israel is the one, who, who stole the inheritance. He tricked his blind father. And here you see a redemption of that, a reversal of that. You see uh, Joseph um, interrupting and telling him, no, no, this is, this is who he is. But Jacob is, he doubles down and he says, no, this is how it's going to be. The younger will be blessed more. And, uh, yeah, he says, I will make them a great, he will be a great nation. 
Uh, and then, on top of that, um, he says, Over and above what I'm giving your brothers, I'm giving you the one mountain slope that I took from the hand of the Amorites with the sword and bow. So apparently he was involved in some, some actual like battle clashes. And, uh, and so that's how his sons knew how to you know, take out an entire city. And so he was giving that to Joseph. This whole, uh, your, you know, brothers born, to, you know, like making making Ephraim and Manasseh at the same level as Joseph and Simeon and Reuben. That's that's super significant because what that means is, as far as inheritance goes, that means the descendants of Joseph get a three times inheritance. It's not just Joseph; it was Joseph and two who are at the same level as the brothers to receive that, and so. It's just the the amount of favoritism in this family astounds me, and it's super blatant. It makes me feel sorry for the other brothers. I don't think I mean that's not the point, but that's where my mind goes. Because not only is he getting three times portion. Like he's in charge of all of Egypt. He doesn't he doesn't need anything. But now he and his sons have a three times inheritance portion from their father and blessing. And and this mountain slope. That probably has a town on it. <laughs> um, but it makes me think about grace. It makes me think about gifts that are not deserved. And I have certainly received my, I have received my share of gifts from God and then some, and then some, and then some. Because I don't deserve any of this. And here I am, I, I've, I grew up in, in a privileged way that few people will ever experience. Traveling through the jungles of Indonesia and seeing things and hearing things that other people will never experience. Of seeing how God works in different places. And and then moving to the States and, and being able to go to a college. And, and how God has provided for me stumbling through uh, to a career that, that pays well and that I enjoy. And and meeting the people that I've met and moving to the places that I've moved and and all of it is just it's an overwhelming amount of blessing and and I don't deserve any of it and I don't know I struggle with fairness like is it fair for me to have this answer is no but what can I do with it and so I do what I can to bless other people with it and that's hard but Joseph is a good example of after having this favoritism after having this extra blessing taking it and using it to serve others uh, the the words he used were was to preserve life. I guess that's the takeaway is 
we have all been giving, given blessings beyond what we deserve in life in different ways um, as far as skills ability who your parents were what country you were born into um, what what lessons you learned growing up and it's it's not a question of what all of those are but it's a question of how do you use those gifts that god has given you to preserve life to protect to serve to to point people to Jesus.